Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. I want to talk to you about a phrase that comes from alchemy, actually. You know, the guys who turned lead into gold. Uh, whether they could or they couldn't, that's a separate question. But we can at Pain to Power. That's what it's all about. Turning pain into power through a narrative that allows you to stage a comeback if you've experienced a reversal or to reawaken dreams if you've set them aside or to reconstitute yourself despite all manner of adversity, everything you've gone through in your life, all the less than perfect relationships you've had, starting with the very first ones, even the family that you were born into. So salve et coagula is the phrase that I want to talk with you about. And what does it mean? It means to dissolve, salve, and then to coagulate, or if you will, recrystallize. If you imagined taking something and dissolving it. So you think of a universal solvent, if you will. You take a crystal, you put it into this universal solvent, uh, it dissolves it, and then uh, it recrystallizes as something else. I think that's a very good metaphor, solve at coagula, and it's intended to be a metaphor for the remaking of one's self. Now, notice that it's easily spoken, but it's less easily lived. Because to dissolve isn't necessarily a pretty picture. It may have very nice outcome outcomes in the final analysis. But the things that really make you dissolve usually aren't a walk in the park. They're things like, losing someone that you love and having to really think through who you are absent that person's support or having one business after another not make it and having to think to yourself, man, am I missing something? Maybe I'm not cut out for business or maybe it's simply that I haven't, I haven't pursued the business that I should be pursuing or maybe it's that I need to step back and reconsider whether I tend to uh, shy away from learning the things that I need to learn. In order to get to a new place, you have to dissolve. What are you going to dissolve? You're going to dissolve some of your defenses. Maybe it's to learning things. Maybe it's to uh, uh, letting real love into your life. You're going to change your structure and then recrystallize in a more powerful manner. That is is really what we're probably up to in our lives from beginning to end. A repeated dissolving and recrystallizing better and better and better. The question becomes, do you have the confidence and the faith, really, that that's what's happening? And I believe that to some extent, it's a fait accompli. Man, listen to all these phrases I've got today. A fait accompli, namely, if you have the faith, if you have the faith that that's what's going on, then it's a self-fulfilling 
prophecy. That is what unfolds if you have the outlook that it will. There are so many things, after all, that dissolve and require us to recrystallize and that could lead to a better steady state or a better state thereafter. We're always dissolving. We're getting older. Uh, We're leaving some things behind. We're having new experiences that bring us to new levels of perspective. So we can dissolve a little and recrystallize with new ideas, new ideals, new outlooks. That's good. It's all to the good. It's tougher when we encounter things in life that make us dissolve significantly, where you feel so set back on your heels that you wonder, can I ever get back to having forward momentum? And that's when this notion from the alchemists comes in so handy, because it's a good time to remind yourself when you find yourself set back on your heels in that way, when hurdles occur in your life that are seemingly insurmountable or feel that way, because they never are. I promise they never are. It's a good time to remind yourself that the alchemists who were fabled to be able to turn lead into gold, gold, those stories have power because of the notion that before you can do that, you do have to have a process of dissolving the old. We, we accrete things in life. We gather them. We're, we, it's almost like if you imagined a rock with barnacles growing all over it. And, you know, these barnacles, if you will, and all manner of aging accretions that stick to us as we go through life, we go through so much and we develop patterns of thought and behavior and feeling based on very real events that occur in our lives. These are events that include loss, triumph, uh, grief, wonderful feelings of accomplishment and love, uh, but they all change us in some way. We develop expectations, anxieties, hopes, dreams. Uh, We can become too optimistic. We can become too pessimistic. We tend to use our past histories as our guides for the future, even when it ought not be the case. The next day, the next business, the next person that you invite into your life can be very different than what's come before. And yet, because we are creatures who learn from what we've experienced and who have trouble maintaining an objective perch when looking out on life, it's almost as if you have a rearview mirror that keeps obscuring the future. But the old alchemist's maxim, salve et coagula, is very powerful because what it means is that you should welcome, you should welcome those times in your life where you feel as though everything has to change or a lot has to change. When you're shaken up, imagine being shaken up so that you dissolve a bit. In the, uh, in the 
whatever you want to call it, the fluid in which we float, that great fluid that surrounds us in life. You could think of it from birth uh, until the, the moment we leave the earth. But the things that shake us up, we have to be willing to let ourselves dissolve into them and then, and then take the best of what we can that results and reconstitute ourselves. It's a, pro- a never-ending process, but it's one also that one never comes too late to. I believe that so firmly. People often say to me, well, I'm already, I'm already 55. I'm already 40. You know what? I remember 40. I thought that too at 40, but now I'm 59. And so sometimes I catch myself thinking, man, I'm almost 60. Does it matter? Yeah, it matters. It matters at 70, 75, 80. It always matters because you always have the opportunity to reconstitute yourself, to recrystallize, to do in your life what the alchemists really couldn't do. They couldn't turn lead into gold, but you can. It was a metaphor for them. It's reality for you. Every single day, every week, every month, every year is an opportunity for you to throw off some of the bindings of what you believe constitutes the very essence of you. Some of the patterns that are now confining you rather than freeing you. And you can say, okay, I'm not going to accept that as my destiny. I believe that anything that visits me, that requires me to lean into it in order to not be overcome by it, any of these things carry with them the promise of this dissolving and then recrystallizing as something better. It is handy, I think, to have this concept, this philosophy at the front of your mind all throughout life because, you know, there's something about life we all learn if we don't know it already, and that's that there will be challenges. No one escapes without being challenged, without encountering moments that shake us to our foundation. But when shaken, and this is the absolute beauty of the message, when shaken, you have to effort and believe that it's possible to take a better shape going forward. Everything that challenges you, that makes you question your purpose, uh, question your passion, question your beliefs, question your strength, anything like that fits into the category of dissolving you a little bit, but also fits into the category of giving you the potential to recrystallize as something even more powerful. We don't want to invite pain into our lives unnecessarily. That's not what this is about. But you can count on it. It's part of life. Nobody succeeds all the time. Nobody lives forever. Nobody uh, has relationships that don't course through good and bad times, sometimes profoundly difficult times. We all have to confront pain. And we can either confront it with fear or we can confront it saying, I know, it hurts. I'm not going to deny that. It's incredibly painful. 
but I know what this is about because I'm defining it that way. I know that this has to be about solve et coagula. This has to be about dissolve and recrystallize as something more powerful, more pure, and better. Shed the impurities. If life is anything, shouldn't it be a journey to something more powerful and more pure? Pure intention, pure love, pure perspective. Take this as an example. Maybe you're challenged because something you've said and really believe, something you've said and really believe lands you in hot water. Now, that might shake up your world and shake you up. That, that feedback or literally that pushback that you encounter. But it's worth considering as that happens to you that the process that, that, the process that is underway could be a kind of solve et coagula, dissolving some expectations that you had, some securities that you enjoyed, uh, some uh, uh, predispositions that you expressed uh, toward, toward people, uh, some level of trust that you extended people without discerning whether they deserved it, whatever it might be, if you can lean into the trouble and say, yeah, you know, this, the reason this hurts is because things are moving around. I'm willing to let it happen. I'm willing to believe that if you throw all these uh, building blocks up in the air, that they're going to land in a better architecture and then work to make it so. Really analyze what's happened in your existence Really analyze and think with your heart and your head, what's my strongest path forward? Then you become the alchemist. You become the person making of yourself everything that you can be. Obviously, with God's help, with the universe's help, whichever way you want to describe it, depending on whether you're a person who uh, has a religious outlook or not. Um, or spiritual outlook or not. But that's, it seems to me, the best way to proceed. Think of yourself as a painting. I often like to think of this metaphor. I bought a painting many years ago up in Maine from a wonderful guy. And I expressed interest in it. I took it off the wall. He took it off the wall. He showed me the back. The back of it said 1991-96-98-2002. Dash Dash, 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 dash. And I said, well, what, what are, what's all the years? What are all these years on the back of the canvas? And he said, oh, those are all the years I, I kept going back to this project uh, to improve it. And uh, I was fascinated by that, that every time or several times that he had looked at it, he thought, you know, it's really not finished. Could be a little better. Uh, his perspective shifted, and that resulted in more layers of paint on the canvas. So I said to him, is it done? What am I buying, a half-finished work or finished work? He said, it's done if you buy it. Meaning, it would never be done if I didn't, because he'd keep going back to it, getting it to be a little bit better. Taking the chance, by the way. You can imagine an artist at that kind of work, 
if you were an anxious fellow, you might say, I don't want to put any more paint on it. It might ruin everything. And I know, look, we go through our lives thinking that. Man, if I change, maybe everything falls apart. Well, maybe everything should fall apart. Or not everything, but maybe some things. And maybe that's okay, even though it's terrifying. It might be okay if you can keep in mind the old alchemist's maxim. Don't worry that you'll dissolve into nothing. Don't worry that you'll evaporate into uh, just uh, you know mist that floats away. Believe and and effort the fact that you can evaporate and then and then reconstitute and fill the glass even fuller than it was. Because there never is anything lost of our spirit. There's conservation of spirit just like there's conservation of matter. The parts of you won't drift away into nothingness. You have the opportunity at all times to reassemble those parts in an even better, even more perfect order. That, that is the miracle of the self and the miracle of living life. Greeting wonderful things and surviving painful things. And it is at the heart of pain to power. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people. Pain to power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com. Or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.